showing up really just matters. That's something that I'm probably going to say to almost every question. It's just literally like community. I, I've tweeted this earlier, but I think community is a verb. It's how you act, you actively like support and like show your face in the space. Welcome back to Matt 97. Today's episode is a special one. Recorded in advance of NFT NYC, we brought together our friends, Matt 97 alums, and Web3 professionals, Max Kolchinski, Melanie McLean, and Hanno to answer your questions. We discuss how Web3 has cultivated an inspiring, supportive community, the power of NFTs as a means to reclaim ownership and worth, as well as how we can reimagine the future of currency through social tokens, amongst much more, live from the studio and brought to you by The Orchard and Human Resources. This is not a podcast. This is not a radio show. This is Not 97. Enjoy. Welcome back to Not 97. Not a podcast, not a radio show. Special edition. NYC NFT edition with the NFT dream team or or Web3 not 97 dream team. Yeah, I feel very blessed. Yeah, Power Rangers. <laughs> I feel very blessed Back to have today. all of you guys in the studio. Max, Melanie, Heno. I'd like, I think all of you to introduce yourselves, talk about what you do in this space um, and kind of how you got into the space. And then we'll get into the questions that we have. So you, you want to go first? Oh boy! All right, guys. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Max. I'm a creator from New York, and uh, my focus in the space is is mainly around art, crypto art. Um, my entry to the space was as a collector. I bought a piece of art from an artist that I've been following for a long time for a dollar. It was sort of like the perfect entry point. Um, I'd been learning about crypto and nfts for a little while and a lot of friends and, and artists that i like um you know started experimenting with things and dropping some knowledge on twitter and stuff like that and i didn't really get it at first but it, there was an artist i really liked who was doing a dollar piece so i was like cool this is a great way to just start and see what it's about um and pretty much from there i began to understand the value of digital goods and and digital art um you know beyond just looking at it and um really just started discovering a lot more art, connecting with, with more artists, um, you know, making some really great friends along the way. It encouraged me to sell my work for the first time as NFTs, um, which was really encouraging and, and really validating. Um, and then, you know, starting to collaborate with people on different projects. Um, and really about a year ago now, uh, summer 2021, I really just felt like with the vaccine coming out and, and New York opening back up and things kind of moving more back to what we remembered life being that, you know, there were going to be events and there were going to be uh, in real life exhibitions of of NFTs and crypto art and all these sorts of things. And there weren't really any at the time or very few at the time. Um, so I, by virtue of just seeing, making things that I wanted to see in the world, I became a curator in the space and, uh, did my first show last summer with some really great artists and and now very close friends, um, and that led to a lot of other opportunities. Now I'm working on building this. Uh, I'm calling it a crypto art super collective. It's <laughs> called for the TL, and it's like I think we're getting close to like a hundred artists around the world from all different mediums and practices and you know race and religion and gender that are like all just doing amazing things and and really inspiring one another. Um, so that, that that's a main focus, but it all really comes down to the art and, you know, keeping people inspired and, and creative. Yeah. Awesome. Melanie, welcome so back awesome. to Not 97. I know. I love like I love this. Um, I'm Melanie McLean. Um, I call myself like a Web3 world builder and culture creator. Um, I come from a background of just kind of always being an early adopter from my days as a music journalist and a playlist creator for a streaming service and a publishing A&R. And Web3 was the first time I really kind of saw like that whole journey being really like valued and not really from a monetary sense, but the idea that if you were early in that journey, you can find a community of like-minded people. Um, that's something that I really never saw before. Um, if I was at someone's first concert in New York City, it wasn't, didn't like, it wasn't more likely to meet those people later in life. 
Um, and right now I'm head of community at Pools, which is a platform where we work with creators, brands, media companies, and help them make their own cryptocurrencies called social tokens and help mobilize their community to build together. And I'm also head, um, I'm the founder of Blurt Lines, which is a community that I founded in the end of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic where we basically built community members from around the world. And I feel like we have the best taste makers from around the world and you know, we will have like playlists and panels and conversations and a space to really empower people to say, okay, you might feel like you're by yourself in South Africa or you might feel yourself as an exchange student in Toronto or a kid from Greece who goes to school in Bath and really kind of a place where the things that you do, you can come to people and come together and I'm really trying to get those people to learn more about not just the music business, but also the power of Web3. Yeah. And and uh, a smooth transition to Hendo, who you worked with and who we played on not and so i was late though i i, I love to say <laughs> i was late i missed that episode <laughs> i could have reached out to him like several months earlier hey. <laughs> but you know this is why you get listen to every episode you got to go back in time yo you got to <laughs> go back in time listen to the archives you never know who you'll find Heno, my guy Heno, first time on 997 yeah, actually, it's my first time. I mean, I've been on the you know music You've side, but music now head. just speaking. So this is great to be here and be amongst people and community I really you know mess with. So, um, yeah, how do I follow them? Y'all just <laughs> had such great answers. Uh, tell your story. <laughs> I tell my truth. Uh, yeah, my name is Heno. I'm an artist and producer from Tacoma Park, Maryland. I'm a first generation Ethiopian and Eritrean. Um, now currently living in Los Angeles. Uh, come from the traditional music industry, just working and doing uh, a lot of songwriting and production as well as just like my own music and working with a bunch of different artists and touring um, with people like J Electronica, working with like JPEG Mafia, doing stuff with Mick Jenkins, like a bunch of other like folks. But um, yeah, I uh, then found Web3 through uh, my friend Tara Moves, who's an amazing visual artist. Uh, and dear friend of mine, um, she was just like, Heno, you need to, you need to learn about this thing. And I just was at the time, you know, was really kind of not in a place where I could really sit and learn. I just was, you know, trying to do a bunch. And she just really was like, yo, you need to learn this. She was like, and just sat and onboarded me for a bit. I played around in Tezos, uh, minting like just some weird animated stuff, um, 3D renders. And the thing that really like lured me in this space for real was just like, the conversations around like people's releases uh i kind of was learning about it in like march or april of 2021 and i feel like i spent that time until like you know i minted my first thing in october that year so i just like really took my time intentionally learning and just showing up in twitter spaces finding art that i enjoyed would just reach out to people like hey this is cool like not sharing my stuff i just really was just like showing up and hearing the way that people talked about music like you know in traditional music people kind of are looking for the single or looking for like you know sync or like you know certain things whereas you know, i felt like in web3 i was hearing conversations about like what inspired records like what you know like seeing that storytelling and like intentionality were really championed and i felt like as somebody that i very much both of those things and um started to kind of just build off of that minted my first thing on foundation through an art exhibit i was a part of in atlanta and that yeah october 2021 that ended up selling and it sold in a few weeks i just want to also be clear and clear that up because some people are on the you know the thing of like you need to sell right away but everything you do in the space you know trickles back to what you did yesterday so it's just a matter of just keep keep going and keep going eventually sold dropped my next thing on catalog ended up selling quicker and it's like okay and then 120 plus nfts later i've sold all of you know my work to this point and it's been great to kind of see you know and build and continue to like expand what i know about web3 but i've also been able to use that to um, give back because I'm very big on like restorative justice uh, big on uh, things like fighting against recidivism rates and um, I'm big on wellness and uh, as of April uh, of this year I ended up becoming the head of community for a wellness company called Mirrors Wellness Club uh, we're a wellness company using web3 tools to promote both uh, all physical mental and financial wellness and we do a lot of IRL in real life activations we want to focus more on doing that like 80 percent of the stuff we're doing is IRL because we think that wellness a should be accessible and it needs and it's something that like 
doesn't need to be shilled. And I feel like as much as we are all in the space, I think everyone needs wellness, regardless of what you do with Web 2, Web 3, wherever you're at. And um, just wanting to use wellness as a, an entry point for like learning about Web 3. Like some people may be intimidated with that learning curve. It took me a few months really watching. I'd have like 100 <laughs> tabs, uh, Google tabs, you know, just Chrome tabs, just like watching two, three a day. Just like, okay, I'd be in a space and go, oh, what smart contract? All right, let me watch a video about that, like proactively doing that so that when it came to asking people questions that eventually became community and became, you know, very close with at this point, it's more like people see that you're trying and are willing to help people who are trying versus like, coming in like i don't know anything tell me everything <laughs> like right, right. like what you know so yeah. like this space i've just you know kind of been able to build and cultivate community both in wellness and just with the music i love to make and um yeah that's kind of how i found myself here and what i want to continue to build and make more space for people that look like me and uh give back to communities that i uh i'm most dear to whether that's a dmv back home in ethiopia and eritrea um and you know like los angeles and in oakland so yeah it's a bit about what i do and who i am if you will yeah i appreciate all three of you for being here um i want this you know i have questions that people submitted um and you know some of them might be on the basic end of the questions but we're kind of leaving it open to anybody that has any question to mm -hmm. uh throw it out there but i want this also to be a conversation like i want everybody to be able to tap in it doesn't have to be like this is max's question or whoever like <coughs> let's yeah let's have yeah. A, a full discussion you know i think a lot of people are curious about web3 they see nfts blowing up they're on twitter they see people making money and and we have a lot of people that are both uh that are musicians that are graphic designers that are artists mm -hmm making you know physical art and and whatever it might be and i think kind of just looking for you know ways to break into the space maybe it's like even just casually like i know artists that have both musicians and and uh graphic artists that have like a wealth of work cutting room floor stuff and mm -hmm. they see okay maybe i can use this to uh you know to d get value out of it mm -hmm where do they start you gotta make a twitter <laughs> step one first yeah i feel like a lot of yeah. people like i'll ask you know like they'll hit me on instagram because i will post on instagram you know if an, you know nfts or web three things and we'll be like i'm trying to learn more about it but don't have a twitter and i think that it's weird that instagram a platform that's so visual isn't you yeah, know as on the curve as like twitter and like being able to really have you know and engage and with different communities that are really like building a lot of things. So always tell people to make a Twitter if you don't have one. But if you are, uh, I feel like it's a lot easier to find things if you kind of know what you're looking for. Some mm -hmm. people, I, I think like, um, you know, for me, it took me connecting with communities that I, I, you know, to be frank, look like, you know, to really see myself in a space. Um, and then going to IRL events that kind of coincided with people i saw that i was just genuinely interested in um you know sometimes building it's not about building and reaching out to the top people or whatever it's all about building laterally and whatever you did before web3 you have to kind of start over in web3 and build from the ground up just like you would anything else so i think it creates a bit of a way of you know people in this space generally are have their dms open and you know if you're coming correct like you know you will get you usually get responses and i think that it's just easy to kind of find uh, what you're looking for if you know what you're looking for. So it's all on Twitter, though. Disc I hate Discord. Um, I can't. I, I love Discord, but I can't. I I have pew, trouble pew, with shot. Discord. It's, ta it's taxing. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's, taxing. Yeah, it's, you miss one day of Discord, bro. It's just like. Yeah, you're you're behind. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just text someone like, hey, can you just send me whatever we have to do? Or like, I don't. <laughs> so the search function. So I say like this, I'm a Tumblr kid, right? I come from the Tumblr generation. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think we often talk about entities from the visual sense, but unless you're like resharing someone mm -hmm. else, and I don't think people show enough love, so people don't often share their friends' stuff enough on Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. um, you're not really making friends in the replies. Like I like that's a concept I see like every single week. Like there can be a concert like Shy Girl has a show tonight, and I'm like, oh, okay, I want to go to that. But like 
I'm not going to make friends with someone else in the chat. Like, oh, like, did anyone else get the ticket? Did it sell? Like, that's not truly a, maybe the shade room, but not much beyond that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to platforms like Twitter and Instagram, Twitter and Discord, it's really, really about engagement. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the things like, yes, like a lot of us are at home for, but it's very much of a culture of like, okay, let me post it. This is what I did last week and I can walk away and I can come back versus Twitter and Discord are very much like you have to be present. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a big thing is about community is a buzzword, but it's true. That's uh, all of our stories, you know? Yeah. Max and I were in a group chat. Like, you know, when Tara was doing Tezos, like, I got, I met Tara through Heno because, like, mm -hmm. me being his A&R, like, and I was in that onboarding thing that Tara, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, it was, like, it was in those rooms, and, like, this kind of all comes together. So I think, like, sometimes you have to, like, get on new platforms, but you're not just tweeting the vo void. It's not the, this is the salad I ate today culture. It's, like, no. You can have nothing on your timeline, but if you show up to Twitter spaces and you say something, if you're applying to other people, you get invited to group chats and you contribute. That's what matters. It's not like clout. It's not like, oh, my God, I want to retweet you. This is why this is worth the follow. It's mm -hmm. like, it, mm -hmm. oh, you go, man. I don't want to. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say showing up really just matters. That's something that I'm probably going to say to almost every question. It's yeah. Just yeah. Literally, like community, I, I've tweeted this earlier, but I think community is a verb. It's how you mm -hmm. act, you actively like support and like show your face in the space. Eventually, people are just going to ask you what you do, you know, the more that you kind of just show up because you end up being in Twitter spaces and certain platforms or certain communities that are being built. You see the same people in the same faces, the same PFP, like, you know, Avies or whatever. So it's just like, it, all it takes sometimes is just a, a bold DM. Sometimes it's like you end up talking about some whole other shit that has nothing to do with Web3. Like, mm -hmm. I started a whole debate on waffles <laughs> and, like, saw Web3 people or, like, gravy. Like, we're having polarizing oh, no, conversations. The eggnog one was or the, the eggnog shit. The eggnog, <laughs> egg, eggnog, too. And, you know, we'll slander that later. We don't have to do that right now. We have a... But I think, like, Funny just fun. genuinely, like, engaging people in a way that's not so shilly is, like, people would know, you know, you remember those, you remember that. And it's like, oh, wow, this was, like, a genuine interaction. And you end up meeting these people IRL, like, and it kind of just reaffirms how you, you know, you want more of that. I really suggest to people, like, take six months and really find the shit you care about. Find the groups of people mm -hmm. or the, the um, you know, the, the, uh, um like subjects that you're interested in whether it's art or music or like even more granular like uh generative art or like hip-hop and web3 or whatever um and engage with those people and like you're saying if, if you're not weird and you actually are like additive like if you're adding value or adding some sort of like interesting perspective to the conversation or whatever people will probably want to have you around and add you to group chats and like invite you to things and that's how you get to collaborating with people and then when you figure out eventually what you want to do um whether it's a project or getting a job somewhere or whatever you'll probably have some sort of support system and mm -hmm. it it means a lot more than just like minting something like lazy minting something on OpenSea and like hoping it sells i don't know and it does and it doesn't even have to be like it's a slow build yeah exactly you know it's exactly like you can't like rush building like you can't rush building a house you know it's not going to be solid at all as far as your foundation and things that you want to build upon that so i think like that's it that six month thing is is very real like yeah. you'd be surprised what you learn and then, and then it even it becomes fun when you like know what the tools that you have in front of you do and it's like i can apply this to how i want to release anything whether it's like one style of something or collaborating with someone and having multimedia different like crossovers and i think that that just makes for even more dope shit to bring to be brought into the space yeah and like as like a non-artist like for my advice as someone who's like new to the space what they should do um i came in as a collector right like i first bought this thing i think recommend getting called your ens um you might be on twitter and you see people say dot eth that's the same way as like when you go to cash a cash tag or like your handle on Vimo. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know my friend's like bank account number, but I know like she might be at, you know, Hot Girl Summer Four, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing when it comes yeah. to your ENS, right? It's the same way, like you put that in and that's how you can transfer money or NFTs to people. So that was the first thing that I bought. I like, you know, the next thing I just found an NFT project that I thought was like really, really interesting. And interesting, the idea of not thinking that I was going to sell it for a dime. 
not a dime more or a dime less. I just wanted it. I think that's the best advice. Like, find something that you find interesting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not from a flexing, not because it's culturally relevant. Like, not even like you're going to Google and articles are going to come up. Like, I bought my first one. I always talk about it because I love it. It's called Ethman. <laughs> I'm not into comic books, but to me, it was like the coolest. Basically, they made like digital action figures based off of an NFT project called CryptoPunks, right? Um, very like meta. And they had their own store in the metaverse, and they had their own Discord server, and then um, and they and the and like they had all these different layers to it. And like if you bought the NFT, like you can like like transform it, and it can be an avatar that can walk around like The Sims in the metaverse. And I'm like, this is crazy. And it was like in my price range at the time. And I think like if you're coming in as like a collector or like a curator type or a community builder, like focus on that because at that time. Like now it's like, you know, a year and a half later and I can talk about the metaverse or I can mm-hmm. talk about, you know, like these different features because that was what I cared about. Someone else's priorities are different. So just, just really, really lean, like whether it's looking for people to talk about or if you're kind of like forging it by yourself and find something that you think is interesting. But I won't recommend starting from a collective perspective, starting about the money side of it because like legit <laughs> you will make bad trades yeah not even that not even that i made good trades and that's why i'm hurt like you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i bought good nfts and it's, and they're all down right so yeah. it's kind of like there's no right way to do it you can buy nfts and they go down or what i did like you know getting a board ape and cool cat and you know that stuff like the best things that you can possibly buy and it, that's going to go down too so might as well get something that you think is cool mm-hmm. that's always going to inspire you mm-hmm. yeah i think i think a lot of what you guys are saying from like uh about one being community focused and also being like don't buy into the hype uh and do something that you actually care about is like is that it's like don't just because you see all these headlines that are like x sold for a million dollars or this person made x amount of money off selling an nft like if you're getting into it for that you're getting into it for the wrong reasons and it's about like you know finding these communities or collecting shit that you think is cool that you want and i think we've talked about that like uh you know not just believing hype around one project but being like this is the artist that i care about yeah so i want to have a piece of that like there's a question about um you know like okay the value of minting an nft or being in the web3 space for an artist is that well you can define your worth and you can make money off it Mm -hmm. and one of the questions was kind of like, what's the value on the consumer side of like buying a song? Can I take that? Yes. Go ahead. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be, you know, like, yeah, like I, I have, I'm strictly a consumer when it comes to this, you know, no, you know, I'll talk on the mic, but you don't want to hear me sing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was Alicia Keys in back in the day. Fun fact though. Um, I think, I think it's really about kind of the same thing about reaching out. I think it's the same way as if you bought someone's vinyl and you go to someone's concert. And, like, I always use the Travis Scott analogy. Like, I bought the dark, dark version of Astroworld. It was two versions, the night version, day version. Like, if I was, like, at the merch booth at a concert and I said that to someone, maybe they'll care more, right? If I said that to another member of the community, who could, like Travis Scott, maybe they'll care. And I think when it comes to buying music NFTs, you have to think like, okay, this is the difference between I'm just another stream on a streaming service or another like on social media. It's the same way that if like you bought someone's merch and you walk around wearing it. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, buying someone at something on Bandcamp. So mm-hmm. if you have that, that's like the proof that you're more leaned in. Then use that in, when you enter in spaces. Like if you are someone who wants to connect with creatives, then use that in that DM instead of like, oh my God, you made my favorite song. Say, hey, um, I know you did, you know, 10 versions or 20 versions of that song on sound. Um, I commented on it. I bought it. Or, like, I bought it and it sold out. And I got it on OpenSea, which is, like, a sec- like secondary, like, the EB, eBay type of thing. Like, use that as ammunition to lean in. But, like, if you just buy the NFT and pull back, often that's going to be the full interaction. You have to be perfectly right. fine with that. And then kind of more in the space that I work in professionally, um, some people like to provide like extra perks for the owners of it. So for example, like Keno just did a show the other day and, and on the flyer it was like if you own any of my NFTs, you know, this perk and 
And I think that's another thing. But once again, that's up to the artist that you're supporting what they choose to do. So when you are a collector, don't come with an assumption that's going to happen. If you are DMing this person, I wouldn't DM on the idea of expecting that because like when it comes to music NFTs, you have to see them the same way of like if you buy a vinyl, like what mm-hmm. else does it do? You can't mm-hmm. expect that. But at the same time, it, it is something that's new versus a vinyl or a CD or a tape. So you can probably engage with them more. And for some musicians, the, the ones that I'm the most excited about personally, they're adding extra unlocking opportunities and they're creating community and making sure that everyone who bought their NFT, they're helping them kind of like make that fan club experience that's going to go beyond that one asset. So if they bought one NFT for the history of time, they're connected with this community forever mm-hmm. and they'll get like 80 different perks for buying that one NFT that might have cost $5 on like, you know, one of or thousands of dollars on another platform. Right. Utility. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was that's how the, that's the, the key word. But I was saying the buzzword, yeah. no, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, no, you gave yeah. the eloquent breakdown of it and yeah, just as an artist that, you know, music artist in the space, yeah, I like to add utility or things to my releases so that people who are collecting and not only collecting but holding I think people, you know, sometimes collect to sell right away and some people obviously collect and hold for the intention of wanting to stay around and see what's being built. And I think the people who are the people who are more intentional in that way uh, are going to get a different type of relationship with your collectors or with people who are like in your community that want to support. Like so like Melanie had pointed out, I did a live stream with Bandcamp and we had uh, some crazy sponsors with that. But it was an intentional show I did and I reached out to er- like I, I DM'd more than like 80 like 70 80 collectors of mine like most pulled up like uh, and then still made it accessible for like web 2 audiences so like people could buy tickets for five bucks and it wasn't a crazy like thing it was just I'm big on trying to bridge the gap between these two different communities that I'm cultivating because some people will come into web 3 and not either have a traditional like like industry or music like background and just kind of come and find web3 and build community or like have a community that you don't necessarily want to alienate right because that kind of happens too when you use web3 lingo and you're on twitter and your fans are trying to like understand what you're you know you're doing but come to uh, my token gated concert in the metaverse (laughs) yeah yeah like literally literally and they're like yo like what you could have just said live stream and if you bought this digital thing, you can mm-hmm. watch my live stream. Like, <laughs> and and it's cool to see, like, you know, we have like our own social badges that we're doing, and you know, like pools doing something like the same as well. It's like it, you know, you're you're allowing these deeper connections with with the co- community and the collectors that you're ultimately like cultivating this these relationships with. I have conversations with my collectors that are like, what can we build together? It's like, you know, like obviously you're here and want to stay around for like what I'm going to do, not just now, but the next five, 10 years beyond. So it's like we can really get creative and make these type of experiences or, or just add like and the thing again, like the, the doing yourself that justice of learning like and spending that like six months like you can really have fun with like an experiment and try just different things like I never had a live stream for my collectors before but now they're like super stoked and didn't expect that utility i just yeah. added it because i was like i fuck with y'all so like here and i think that like as artists we get to kind of play around with what type of mediums and what type of art we want to make or whatever like content that may be but then how we want to put it out and how we want to uh world build around that and yeah. i think that like making things accessible and uh yeah just trying new shit i think that that's what you know people appreciate that effort being put it's like whoa like i bought your entity like five months ago and you just hit me up randomly and just gave me free tickets that's i'm gonna definitely come it's like all right cool like that that now like you're on you're like more likely and people who generally buy an entity from you like at least on the music side are generally you know are more likely to buy more entities from you you know so it's like you're having this deeper bigger relationship like than just like cool thanks peace like you know it's not that's not it I, some i mean but some collectors don't want to dox themselves so like they like to be anonymous and just like so you kind of have to respect that sometimes you can't reach out to collectors unless they want to make themselves available but um but yeah i think that we have these tools that allow us to have these deeper relationships um that thing is cool sorry if i just like went off that's just you know uh, no you're good honestly that was like <laughs> Uh, that was a question about like utilities, like what? 
you know how important our utilities i think it's super important it gets people really excited but i think that's also like talking about your and and we brought this up earlier like talking about um your community and like use the like fan club basically like creating your own fan club and there was a question for you about um crowdfunding essentially and how that's been like an element of this space that people have tapped in with that i feel like doesn't really exist anywhere else other than maybe like selling stuff on Bandcamp or somewhere patreon patreon true yeah i mean um for context i've been crowdfunding for my next project uh called i'm tired of being hyper surveilled and it's a project that i want to bring to web3 first so uh before i like put it in traditional like like dsps and all that um but as far as crowdfunding i think that like again i think that starts off with just you know storytelling and intentionality those are like two of my strong points i feel like when it comes to my music and trying to like share my perspective on various topics um and i think that like being able to articulate what you're trying to do what you're trying to convey the world you're trying to build and and how people can be a part of that (laughs) is like really important um yeah, Melanie used to be very hard on me on that. <laughs> in a great, in a good way, in a good way. Not now he's like on podcast, like all over the world. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yes, making like the comfortable, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. finding comfort in the uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that um, that just goes to show, like, we, again, we have these tools, like a uh, mirrors. Um, our, our mirror, like, is the platform that I'm crowdfunding on, and you know, able to like write out a whole like you know i kind of wrote a whole letter like open letter kind of like explaining things and themes and topics and sharing again my perspective and you know it's resonated with folks in the space and being able to obviously again like it's not about what you do in one moment i think everything you do in the space every day like people go back and see what you've been doing um what you've been building so people who will just meet me like you know with nft nyc coming up will see i have this crowdfund they're like you right. know, like it's not about stopping because I haven't hit my total, but like I'm almost at ha- my half of my goal. We're trying to raise like 20 ETH for it, but I'm also not in a rush right now just because we're in a bear market. So I'm kind of letting it like do its thing while I continue to create and collaborate. But I just think the ability to crowdfund and storytell and show and give people like hints of like what you're trying to do. Like I released a record like on catalog that's on the, a demo of the record of a record that's on the project and people like i put that in my crowdfund so people could like hear a record that like kind of encompasses what world i'm trying to build and it resonated enough with people to kind of like want to tap in more you know they see the live shows they see like coming to the irl experiences coming to these other things and kind of allow me to continue to tell this story so i think that the more you lean into those things um and let and it takes a little bit of vulnerability. You got to be comfortable with that though. Um, I think as an artist and like lean into that, think that that's a strength of mine. So, and being able to speak about it. Last thing, Twitter <laughs> spaces. No, no, like, like, cause I hate, so I get social media anxiety. I'm gonna be real. So sometimes I will hold off on posting because like, it's hard to tweet when you have so much to say. So like when Twitter spaces became a thing, that's when like my entry in web three really kind of like moved. Cause it's easy to like talk about what you want to talk about and people can feel what you got to say. People can really like hear you. Mm-hmm. And I think all of those things encompassed why like people want to like support what I'm doing and like kind of be a part of this like bigger thing that I want to build. Cause even with the crowdfund part of that is a whole, there's a whole thing that I'm trying to do. I can't say too much about, <laughs> but um tapping in on the uh, restorative justice uh, aspect of things and like, so like people can kind of see that this is not just a project this is like a whole thing that's based off of me sharing this world i'm building so i guess enough people resonate so i'm 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 grateful for that for sure but um yeah that's i'm gonna stop talking yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but i think uh i think i mean that's a good perspective because a lot of people do have social media anxiety and i think a lot of this kind of like engaging with the new community is anxiety inducing like oh i gotta do more than i'm already doing but people pick up on authenticity you know people Mm -hmm. can like tell when you're like capping or like just speaking out of vain i feel like people when they when you really speak you know can even can pick up on those things so just trying to be honest and in that i think that like that always 
that always works <laughs> I, th- I think or like when in doubt just be honest with yourself and yeah you know max um Matt. i have some visual artists that just want to know how can an artist that primarily creates physical art capitalize on this world without um compromising their art it's a good question um a lot of the work i make is physical too and a lot of not all of but a lot of the stuff i like um and a lot of people who who i respect do both or or started uh traditional or physical um i don't think you have to compromise i don't think there are really any rules um and the people that have those rules are, are sort of like uh you know are like digital art maxis or like or only into one thing or the other like you just ignore those fucking people like there are a lot of collectors there are a lot of people that are interested in this stuff um so you you shouldn't compromise you should tell your story honestly like what Heno was saying and um you know i really think what you were touching on was really um the importance of stories and the importance of reputation it's not about who you are it's about who you are you know what i'm saying yeah it's yeah not like where yeah. your head is at bar right like there. Where, your, where your intentions are <laughs> write that one down oh, no, i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman yes like you don't have to shill so hard and you don't have to like you know post your links everywhere or like hop up in a space about somebody's drop and be like actually i'm doing it because those are always so awkward i think you should just stay true to yourself and make the shit you want to see in the world and like and and tell your story honestly because if you don't people will be able to tell and like yeah yeah it's important and for those who've never been in a twitter space or don't know where shill basically like imagine if you went to a concert and then someone walked on the mic and like yo can i sing a mariah carey cover like it's like no you go like no time and place right like this is this is this is friday come on monday to open mic night like that's basically it so when of open mic night there's like times and platforms like twitter spaces or clubhouse or other spots where people just come in and say hey i made a project or i'm an artist i'm trying to sell it Mm -hmm. and there's other places where like a lot of us you know found our people we saw one person that we all respected or we heard about them might not have never spoken to them once before and we heard them tell their story. We celebrated like the moment that the drop went live. Mm-hmm. And we might not have been, I think the big part, part, like I said, from the collector's standpoint, you don't have to be able to buy it. You don't have to have a wallet that you'll need to have like the crypto to buy it. You can just be there in community. A lot, like as someone who's like a pretty big collector, like less on music NFTs, but other ones, like I'm not buying everyone's music NFT, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But I still support them and I still retweet or I'll still like send positive things or like things that are not showy. I'll, I'll like, oh my God, I'll, like something might cost something. And I'll DM, I love that song. That's my favorite song by, doesn't mean I'm going to buy it, mm-hmm. but it's my favorite yeah. song by them. And I think that's a big part that like, I want people to know that I feel like it's not in the articles. It's not on the timeline. People are showing up for someone without spending a single dime. And if you have the money, Facts. great. But the majority of people are not, and that support really matters because a lot of people in Web3 are people who did not have, like, the traditional. They weren't – they've never had a sold-out tour of, like, 10 or more dates, you yeah. know? They've never, like, been an opener on a, you know, a whole big tour with someone. They've never, you know, been to a minute concerts and people sing their lyrics. They haven't had that before. So when they're having this community, it's the first time they really have gained serious support before. And that's the beauty of Web3, and that's, you know, like – people are on different levels of the spectrum of like, you know, quote unquote quality. But at the end of the day is they found community that they might not have had otherwise. Yeah. And it doesn't cost ETH to like retweet. I was just about to say that, you know, it costs zero dollars to retweet this. To to just even let someone know that you like what they're doing or like, yeah. Um, yeah. And even just back to utility, sometimes the art itself or the music or any like that in itself is the utility. You're you're buy, you can't buy something expecting something to come out of it unless it's explicitly said. But sometimes it is nice to add stuff just to, as additional perks, yeah. like back to you with physical art. Like I've seen some physical artists like when they transition and do digital art, say, hey, like if you buy this nft you could get the physical yeah like i think that like you know that way you're not like sacrificing the physical art that you love to do like there are so many cool ways to like even create these cross multi-medium experiences for people like to just want to like tap in with and then you know yeah that 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 can inherently come and and that's that the liberty of whatever the artist wants to do yeah so kind of want to go to the question melanie that you got sent in Mm. and kind of it's you know it's a broad question it's 
it's uh, why do you say money isn't only currency? And do you believe that one day real money will be replaced by other virtual currencies? And I think it is like that's a question. But then it's also like, do you think that one day like we'll all be operating in this space? Yes, I love this. Um, yeah, before I was working at Pools, I had like a nine-month Twitter thread about social tokens. <laughs> the, um, the queen of the Twitter thread. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love me a thread. Um, and I'll answer it, and then I'll like put it in the context of Web3 after. Um, I really think money is not the only currency. I think the way that we move through the world, a lot of times social capital is really important. A lot of times we enter spaces that might have a cost to get into the door. I always say, like, okay... Um, if you work into music, I hope that if you wanted to lease one show, you don't have to pay. And you had a friend who like texted you want to come, or you saw someone and you know you got your dollars. Wait, wait, I always see you at SOBs. Just, just go through. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't see your name on the list, but you're good. And I think like that's we see a lot in our daily life that it's a lot of things that money is not the only things. Like is the way that we move our move around the relationships that we build. Um, that's really important. So. At pools, that's our model. Money is not the only currency because we are really building cultural focused communities. You know, we are showing that, you know, people we work with like with like Ronaldinho who's like the like he's like the Jordan of soccer, right? Like what does it mean if you have that community? What what is the power of that? What is the price of a signed jersey? You know, that's something like, ask, I don't know, ask Gary Vee that. He knows that type of stuff. <laughs> but, like, like that's, you know, are you going to put a price tag to that? And we say that because when we are creating what we call social tokens, it's essentially these are cryptocurrencies that every creator, every brand, media company, fan can make. And it's something that, like, you might hear about Bitcoin. There's Ethereum. Well, tied to, like, the Ethereum that people use with, you know, buy and sell nfts we can all make our own currency and we can all own it and all come together with that and when it comes to the second part about building a world with it i really think there is a future i really think there is a future like i i wish that if i went to disney world i had a currency and i can use it in the disney world and then the disney store in the mall and then also with disney plus mm-hmm. you know i wish that you know if someone was like making a uh like a a Disney inspired shirt and sold it on Etsy. Someone can buy it with that Disney coin and then go back and say, Well, I sold like, you know, fifteen shirts of this, you know, and I got it paid in Disney coin. Now I can send my kids to Disney World with that same coin. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like I, I really building an ecosystem in the same way with the comes in musicians, right? Like I wish that if someone like made a playlist and they curated it and they featured on like, you know, like not ninety seven, right? I wish it was a way that, like, any one of us who've been on Not 97 before, and we put an artist on, and that Dreamer Isioma or whoever that person is when they get famous, like, you know, there was a way for us to get more Not 97 coin because that person popped off. Mm-hmm. And then if Not 97 had another in-person event, I don't got to pay at the door. I can use my Not 97 yeah. and, and really build that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying metaverse. I'm not saying, like, Sims, Roblox, you know, Animal Crossing type of space. I mean in the real physical sense because guess what? You can just put it on a debit card. When we're swiping on a debit card, it's essentially digital money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something on my phone that says I have this much amount or not that much, right? Mm-hmm. I swipe it and the number goes down lower. You can do the same thing with this social token. So that's a big thing that I hope that helped breaks down that question and, and I, a future that I feel like is not just for in the context of Disney, but really every creator every community thinks like, okay, I can build my own ecosystem. And the last thing I'll say regarding that is it should empower the fans, the community members to build things with it. That's going to be, you know, that they'll receive payment in that coin. It's not just about like, I'm a fan, you're a business, you're, I'm a fan, you're this famous person. It's just an exchange. And like, you'll hear the term DAOs a lot. Mm. And that's what they are doing. These are like, we have a common value. We're coming together. And people get paid in that currency the same way that, like, you know, when you work at a startup or a tech company, you get stock options. That's the same thing what's happening with the social currency. But I think it's more that we have to, like, believe in ourselves. Because, like, when I say social currency, it's really about saying, like, we can make more like Black Wall Streets. Mm-hmm. You know, every creator, every, you know, community, they can kind of create their own Black Wall Street and build something and saying, I'd rather pour back into us. I believe in us. 
and like build with that together. Yeah, I oh. hope you all taking notes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> this is not a token. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm but trying to put a plug in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and just to add to what you said, also, it's like the beauty of also like, it's like almost like, um, when you have like a credit card, you're getting like cash back on like the money you're spending with someone. Or like if you had a subscription where like you're already in- investing in this, and you're getting some sort of additional perks. Like it's cool with like DAOs doing that with their tokens when they airdrop you tokens based on how much you actively use that platform. Like when OpenSea had their SOS or when FWB had their airdrop for their like community and like using those tokens that have real application like you go to events you have five fwb tokens you can go to any of one of their events yeah, like, i'm about to see fly low in a couple of days because i have some you know because you have tokens yeah. like yeah. you know like like and that's, yeah <laughs> and that's and that's part of like the whole thing with like added utility and like ways to uh add value that are tangible with this very you know digital world that that's being built like and i think that people sometimes get the misconception of like you're either all in this world or you're not and i think that you know the web3 is in application with you know a very traditional you know there's a lot of traditional systems and so it's like it's just another way to engage so like another tool on your belt if you will so like it doesn't have to be something that alienates people who don't understand but you can kind of find this middle ground where you know, like shows, for instance, like it doesn't matter what you're in. Like people like shows. Yeah. People like going to events. Like people like going to places and there's like food or like, you know, like interacting with other people. So like just those type of experiences, those type of things can be allowed with like tokens, badges, like these like ecosystems that are pouring into like their respective like dower system, but then can also pay it forward to the people who are staying and holding that and I think that those type of relationships being like cultivated and like sustained over a period of time only builds more of like this trust, more of this like sense of belonging with people who are aligned with some sort of interest, whether it's wellness, whether it's music, art, whether it's like just film, they're film DAOs. There's like, there's so many different types of, it gets really niche. Mm -hmm. And that's when we go back to before we're talking about how do you kind of find this stuff? Like I remember, (laughs) I remember I was trying to find, like i don't know black nft artist i just typed in black nft and i found a page that was like black nft oh shout out to iris yeah Yeah. it's like you can find exactly what you're looking for the more specific you get you can end up coming across people who think exactly like you and like you build those relationships and i think that yeah just back to the whole point of like these ecosystems and trying to like yeah it, it it's it's a beautiful thing when it's like you see it more and more irl and like all these different events that are happening, like NFT NYC coming up, it's going to be crazy. Like, but like a lot of those events are going to be like sponsored because, or like token based or like you just get in because you're a part of that community. Mm-hmm. So like accessibility is also another thing that, I, that allows. And I'll ask one last thing to it. Like, you know, I think we have to remember, you know, a lot of people, we, we have to think of when we say we're creating these ecosystems, how are people getting it? How are people earning it? Mm-hmm. And as I said, as a non-artist, like that's top of mind, right? Because every NFT I bought was because I was saving money. Like right. I used to say for months and months and months, ETH is not coming in, right? It is literally coming from my paycheck to my buying the crypto and then buying the NFT. And that's why I'm like I'm saying, every artist I like, I wasn't buying their NFT. Um, I will follow up by saying, I think we have to be really also thinking about what are ways that people can earn crypto. Mm-hmm. So like that's mm-hmm. the big reason why I went to pools was because it's really rewarding people for what they're already doing. Mm-hmm. It's the idea when you meet someone and they say they're a fan and you're like, well, what favorite song was your favorite song? And they name, you know, their first mixtape that like you took down from Bandcamp. Like we wish you can give them something, you know, and not just a concert for to the real. next show, but something that's like can like be a digital key to unlock a bunch of doors. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. I just want to kind of make that point because it's not really discussing that. Like, really, we talk about what's transactional, but also like give people things for like their care. Mm-hmm. They're they're leaning in, and it's not like well, okay, well when you get money, you can support me, but until then, watch from the sidelines, and I'll see you in the Twitter spaces. Like find ways to do exchanges, platforms like POAPs, POAP. Mm-hmm which allows you to make NFTs for free. They're typically something that you can scan with a QR code that you can get. Um, and just like shows like I was there, kind of like an I voted sticker. Like and there's, yeah, and there's yeah. social tokens like we do at pools, right? That you can scan in person events or 
you know, there can be a drop and you answer some quiz questions, but just want to add that point that we can't talk about banking ecosystems if we're going to leave people out, if they don't have the financial means to get in, if it's only financially based. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pull-offs, like, it's like t- they're like ticket stubs. Like you went to yeah. a co- your favorite concert. Like you went to like, I don't know, like a fly low concert. And it's like, I was here at this date. Like, you know, you have a pull-up from a day of like going to some event. Like that's what that kind of commemorates. And sometimes people will add utility to those pull-ups that are super free, super accessible. It's like great. Yeah. Like Adidas did that with their first pull-up. Yeah. Shout out to G Money. G Money. Yeah, I got, G-Money I got, too. I got pre green listed to their Adidas NFT. And then he, um, he just dropped a project about a, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's like, if we're not talking about crypto for most people who are listening, maybe worth about like $20,000. Because I sell, sell, know, sell, sell, sell. You know, because because a year, and I and I haven't sold right. It's went down a bunch since then, right? And I got it. Why? Because exactly a year ago, there was a conference called Bitcoin Miami, and he just tweeted, "I'm I'm gonna have these po ops, come show up to like you know three days in a row. Two days I left my apartment earlier than I would, you know, left the Continental Breakfast a little early, scanned the <laughs> QR code, and it just sat in my wallet. And I'm like, well, I got to like get something because I really believe in this guy. And then as he did the partners with Adidas and, you know, he helped Visa buy like the really, really popular NFT called CryptoPunks, things like that, his, 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 you know, cloud got bigger. But earlier before that, literally a year ago, I saw it. So now it's like a, I'm a membership for something made and I haven't sold it. And I think that's the biggest thing we have to remember is like, okay, if you sell it, are you putting it back in your ecosystem or are you selling it and getting it out of this ecosystem and putting it into cash in your bank account? If you're really building community the right way, people want to buy it and hold it. Or if they sell it, they sell want to sell it someone in that same community that's going to empower them. But not like I'm going to pay my rent, like literally in this ecosystem we're building together, which mm-hmm. is a crazy different mental shift. But when we say world building, that's what actually what we mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still pay your rent, though, because <laughs> the, the bear market will come. <laughs> you will be wrecked. I think um, <laughs> you will be rugged. I think I could have you guys here talking about this for hours. But I think we we have to wrap up. And so I think to to, you know, close out, you know, I'm, we're going to drop this on Monday. I think all you guys probably have things going on next week. Um, if you want to let people know. Oh, we get to shill. Let get people to plug. know, you know where shilled. to find you. <coughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this isn't like that crazy. But um, if you're in Times Square on Tuesday morning, my latest painting will be on a billboard there. Um, I think it'll also be there. Thank you. I think it'll also be there for the rest of the week at the billboard in front of the Marriott in Times Square. But like on Tuesday, it'll be on like one of the ones that are higher up. And then uh, on Thursday, I'm curating a digital art exhibition at Zoratopia at the party for Zoratopia, which will be at Knockdown Center. Um, I believe it's 6 to 2 a.m. It's free. RSVP to that if you haven't yet. And at 6.30 p.m., the crypto art super collective for the tl that i was mentioning earlier we're doing our first ever nft drop together it's on nifty gateway you could buy with a credit card or eth um there will be <coughs> six different pieces um amazing artists for six six different amazing artists those are going to be uh 10 editions each 300 very accessible and then <coughs> i'm personally dropping a piece for one dollar there are 100 editions first come first serve and that's the sort of thing that Melanie's talking about where it's like, I'm making it a dollar. I want to see what everybody's going to do when they get theirs, if they're going to sell them or not sell them, whatever. So if you could get one, make your choice. Either way, I won't be mad, but there might be, th- I'm not promising anything but art and good vibes, send, but there might be things. Send me a link. <laughs> it's going to be on Nifty Gateway. It's oh, very fi- easy oh, to find. Nifty. Okay, never very mind. easy oh, yeah, to find. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you follow me on Twitter, it'll be very easy to find. All right. And what's your Twitter if you want to follow you? It's Max Kulchinski. K-U-L-C-H-I-N-S-K-Y. Blame my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be outside these next couple days. Yeah. Um, so today we're recording this. It's right before it. Um, in a week from now, I will not have a voice. Um, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, the first thing I'm doing, I'm really excited. Um, EQ Exchange. Um, I think a lot of people know Lottie Day from the music scene and now the Web3 scene. Just an amazing, incredible community builder. Um, asked me to be a part of like this music NFT meetup event. So I'm really grateful that I'll be on that panel. So definitely buy tickets for that. Um, if you um, go to my Twitter, M E L K N E E Mel Me, 
um, you'll get a little um, pre a uh, little discount code. So definitely check that out. A lot of great musicians, a lot of thoughtful people will be speaking. Um, the next day on June 21st um, is going to be really great. We're actually I'm, I'm trying to it's a lot It's a lot. OK, <laughs> pools. Uh, we're actually doing a special dinner. Um, so yeah, I want to lay this by saying it. I'm, everything I say, I walk the walk, right? So if you go to pools, P00LS.io, go to our launch pad, you can earn our token. This is the token that's like the basis of our entire ecosystem. So like, you know, the literally the biggest soccer player of all time, some alpha, we're about to launch a project with them, one of the biggest French musicians of all time, Evan Mock, Aluna, different people like that. This is the token that's like, if you wanted to own Google Sock and then you care about like, you know, Google Maps and Amazon, like this is like the foundation. Earn it for free, and then it gives you access to a bunch of events. So the event is gonna be on June 21st, bring on a lot of member of the community who owns the Zero Zero token to access that. So definitely would love to see someone at that dinner. Um, after that is um, June 22nd. Um, I'm gonna do another great event with Playground and her house. Um, I'm gonna speak to some really amazing people from platforms like DinnerDAO, Forefront, CoinVise, Maxwell Social, and also, one more event, um, we're doing two events with Pools. Um, pools, we're doing a second event, which is really great. Um, Matt Projects, we're doing a party with them. Aluna's gonna be performing there. Matt Projects are incredible. If you ever heard about the amazing experience that they did with the Coup Project. Yeah, so good. Yeah, at Art Basel, so they were behind that. So, really busy week, but the biggest thing is, I named, what, four events? I can name 30 more. If you wanna see all 30 of those events, go back to p00ls.io earner zero zero token literally you don't need any crypto you don't need a metamask or a crypto wallet and you'll actually see a calendar that we curated that shows all these events that some events you need an nft with the majority which is an rsvp form so definitely get in the community definitely check it out and like invest in yourself that way love it love it so yeah. many great things happening at a tnyc um yeah where do i begin so uh Tuesday, uh, June twenty first, I'll be. Uh, I'm actually gonna announce it. I think today, or Friday, or Saturday. But like, um, I'm gonna be playing Babies All Right. Um, hey. Yeah, opening for uh, Coltrane um, with uh, Move Forward Music and you. Uh, the UM. gang. Okay. Shout um, out to Al. Hard. Yeah. 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 So um, that's on Tuesday evening. Uh, I think I'm going at like ten, ten thirty, something like that. Um, Wednesday, uh, myself and Mirrors Wellness Club, the wellness uh, company I, I head a community of, we are doing a wellness mixer in partnership with MetaMask and Telly. So um, that's going to be from 6 to 10. Um, that's going to be free. Well, RSVP or join the wait list. Uh, I'll, if you tap in with my Telly, and I'll uh, you know say all that at the end of this, but there's a place on my website where uh, it kind of just has my whole calendar. You can just swipe through and see all the different flyers and different links to these events that I'm saying. So I'll show that at the end. But that wellness event, free food, open bar, all the things, it's going to be great. Just a place to chill during all the craziness of NFT NYC. Um, and then Thursday, I'll be performing at Knockdown Center, where Max will also be okay. uh, curating art. That show's going to be great. I think the show starts at 630. There'll be two stages. I'm performing with uh, Mick Jenkins, Toki Monster, Latasha, Iman Europe, Ibn and Glor. Uh, just a bunch of other Web3 people on the roof. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a great, uh, great, great show. So that's going to be it. And then I'm staying uh, for Movement, which is a, a dance, uh, art, music, whole thing being, uh, experience being planned by uh, by Ty. Um, yeah, Crooks. She's she's yeah, amazing. It's Ty Spectives Yeah, 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 Ty Spectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can follow me uh, at my name is Heno. Like, literally, my name is H-E-N-O on any, like, Twitter, Instagram. And then you can find my Telly site. Um, shout out to Telly. Um, got this, like, token-gated, like, website, but also, like, have, like, accessible things for anyone that, you know. Shout out to Rafi. And shout out to, yeah, yeah, that's my, yeah, Rafi's the, is the that's my guy. Um, but, but, yeah, yeah. Um, you can check that out and I'll tweet it or I'll put it somewhere in my bio so that you can like see all the things that I'm doing. It's going to say pull up on me. So <laughs> that's the tab you pull click. Pull up on me. Pull up on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, yeah. Shout out to Matt. Shout, shout out, out to 997. Shout out to 
these guys. Well Shout done. Shout out to y'all. I appreciate you guys. Not a host. Not a host. Not a podcast. Not a radio show. Not a token. Not an NFT. Not, a not token. yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. Web3. Not yet. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate your knowledge, your experience, and your time. Appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate you.